Hello, 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 everyone. This is another episode of Rooted in Grace podcast, and I am one of your hosts, Kim. And I am Ashley, and we are back with another episode. And today we're going to talk about how having the right influences and having the right people around you can advance you and help you become better with your walk with God and just your walk um, in life in general. So I want to just get started on what inspired me to do this episode. So recently, well, not recently, but over the years, God has been changing my mindset and heart. And as a result, I have been wanting to make sure I have the right people around me to advance and better my life. And thankfully, I am blessed to have significant influences around me, like good family, good friends. Um, but I want more because you are the average of the five people you hang around. So with that being said, if you hang around people who are mediocre in everything, then you too will eventually be mediocre. And on the other hand, if you hang around people who want to be great, then you too will be great. So having the right people around you affects you tremendously. And it is important to have discernment and choosing your tribe carefully. You become like the five people you spend the most time with, like I said um, earlier. So surround yourself with financially successful people if you want to be financially successful. Surround yourself with successful people who know how to maintain successful relationships if you want to um, strengthen your relationship with the loved ones. So do you guys see where I'm coming from? So with that being said, take some time to analyze the people you have in your life and ask yourself, do they add value? to your life or do they take away the value? And if some do, it may be time to love some people from a distance. So one verse that's, um, that means a lot to me, I'm gonna talk about Proverbs 12, 26. And it says, the righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. And thankfully I've never had a really a bad problem with this. I was, since I was young, I've always been cautious of who I hang around. Um, and if I notice that they're not trying to like go on the same path that I'm trying to go on, and I, or if I realize their mindset is not on my mindset or it's not higher, then I kind of distance myself away from them. So luckily, I always kept that verse hidden in my heart, even at a young age, and I really didn't understand scripture that much but certain things can just stick to me and um just now that I'm older and I understand things a little bit better I finally realized how important it is to choose your friends carefully because um it can affect your life tremendously because uh, like I said earlier if you hang around people that's mediocre and everything and everything then of course you're going to be um, mediocre and that can cause you to be stagnant so that's the one verse that I want to stick to as I um go through this podcast so kim do you want to i'm i'm gonna i guess i'll come back to what well, i want to talk about this scripture first uh proverbs 27 and 17 and it says iron sharpens iron so a friend sharpens a friend so when i think about that i've always even told my children growing up if i'm in a situation i always want someone smarter than me at something right. better than me at something and if, if if I'm really great in math, I got to hang around at least one other person that's better than me in math. If I'm uh, decent at softball, I mean, I was just really just decent. But my friend Tasha was a C 
superstar that I have to be able to learn something from her. And we have to understand that if I'm here and everybody around me is here, that's nothing negative about anybody, but that means you're never going to grow. Now, will you help those people grow? Absolutely, by the examples that you have. But you gotta have somebody in your life that's here that can pull you up with them. And I, I'm quoting someone that said this to me a couple of months ago. If I'm the smartest person in my circle, I'm in the wrong circle. So iron sharpens iron because if I know something and I'm good with finances, I can give my friends some advice when I see them struggling or they're trying to buy a house and I can share some advice or they're getting a car or they are trying to figure out how to invest their money into the in the stock market or is this really a good financial decision i can help with that if it's something about how to maintain something that they already have um if it's just how to wash your car and i'm really good at it then i can help so you always not to say that you're there to use people but you should surround yourself by competent people all the time because those people are going to hold you accountable and teach you what you don't know and if you're running in a circle where no one can teach you then you have to kind of check yourself a little bit and that's all that verse is saying that iron sharpens iron so make sure your crowd around you sharpens you makes you better then you can cut through anything even if it's something that's not beneficial for you so that's just kind of you know how i look at it and i definitely agree with that so let's talk about the benefits of having the right um people around you so like i said earlier um who you have around you can influence you a lot and now i remember i was in college um and i took this class human growth and development and my professor was saying that, you know, who you hang around can influence you. And I, and you know, I went against the grain. I was like, I don't think so. Because if I'm hanging around friends who are doing crazy things, they, they, don't, they don't got nothing to do with me. Because like I said earlier, I've never been that person that was easily influenced. Um, yes, I was challenging her with that. But now that I got older, I kind of like, dang, she was kind of right. Because it's when you do hang around people who are not on your level yeah now on your level i try to find a nicer way to say that but they're not on your level but um they're kind of below you and they're doing things that you're not really you don't want to get caught up in it you may not think even for a person that's not easily influenced the effects may not happen so quickly but over time you will notice yourself um you know catch on to their doing their habits are their habits um you know influencing you um so it's like you will you'll become stagnant in a way but when i surround myself with people that are um they're either on my mind they're either on my level but they're higher than me it kind of it motivates me because no one wants to be a weakest link like my freshman year in college i messed up my freshman year in college and all first my friends semester. first semester not my freshman year my first semester of my freshman year i messed up okay i did yeah you know how that goes sometimes. I messed up and my friends who I were, um that I was close to those in my circle, um, they were all at the the deans, you know, they was on the deans list getting their awards and I was just in the audience and me, I hate being the weakest link. Like mm. I don't play like that. So I uh, I was the weakest link and I was like, this is not gonna happen. But just looking back, just imagine if I had all my friends who messed up like I did and you know, they were just cool with it. I probably would not have been motivated to like, you know, try harder or to even make sure that, you know, I was 
you know, higher than them. And it's not a competitive thing, but it's just a thing like I don't want to be um, the weakest link. And they're actually inspired me to push harder so I don't be in that situation again. So I feel like that's one. And that kind of goes with the verse that you said, iron sharpens iron. So again, you want to hang around people that inspires you and who don't allow you to be stagnant and just to, you know, soak in that bad place that you're in. Pretty much you want to be around people that you all can push each other. It's not right. a list of I'm higher than this person. I'm better than this person. This person is beneath me and I'm above them. It's right. not even about that. What it's really about is I'm able to push my friend to new heights. And then my friend is able to push me to new heights. And what I, I've heard someone say years ago, and I've used it every since is, when God is blessing my friends, that means he's in my neighborhood. So if, if he's blessing my neighbor, he's in my neighborhood. So when I think about that, that means that what neighborhood am I in? Am I in the neighborhood that God is stopping by? Or am I in a neighborhood where there's nothing godly going on? So when I am doing some things and they're just not okay, I want my friends to be able to tell me that I'm out of order. And I want them to show me a better way and vice versa for my friends so that we're able to hold each other accountable the entire time. So with that being said, when you have people around you who are good friends, good friends don't let you don't let you fall. Mm -hmm. At least they don't let you fall without warning because if you want to fall, you will, but they're going to warn you the entire time. I have two friends that I know that regardless of what I do, they are going to hold me accountable whether I like it or not. They are going to tell me up front. And then one of them is going to always start with in the spirit of love. And when I hear her say in the spirit of love, I know that I have messed up and she is going to hold me accountable to what, what I'm doing wrong. But she's also going to tell me next time, can you try? Now, I may not take her advice and do it that way, but she's at least opened my eyes to my current situation. And what I really like is that in in, retro, in retrospect, when that person does something that's probably not as beneficial for her as it could be, then it's the same thing. For example, um, when we're traveling, if I'm picking a hotel for friends, they know I'm going over the top. I'm reading all of the reviews. I'm going to go and do research to see the newest hotel with the best features, the cleanest, the best customer service. I'm going hard. They may not. And then if we get there and we really don't like it because somebody else picked it, then everybody may have an attitude with me because I'm in the room covering everything with white sheets because I don't want to sit on anything or touch anything. But if they let me pick it, I'm better at picking hotels than they are. So that means we're going to put all of us up to that better hotel. But on the flip side of that, my other friend is going to always be able to find us the very best flight. That's just her area of, of strength. And while that might be something that's of least importance, it's still something that shows an example of having good people around you and being able to ensure that they help you. But even when it comes to my, that same friend will call and say, hey, check the markets. These stocks are at the perfect time to buy. So buy those stocks right now. Hey, girl, we just went and met with our financial guy and we're buying these stocks. And there were times when she would tell me that kind of stuff and I just wouldn't have it to buy the stocks. But as we you know, grew in life and had better opportunities and our territories increased, then we were able to do those types of things. But imagine if I had no friend around me who has ever done anything like that. Imagine having friends around you who won't hold you accountable and they will see you spiraling out of control, but they never say anything. Just imagine that. So having people around you who are good 
Um, I know marriages should be equally yoked, but sometimes I feel like friends should be either equally yoked or your yoke is stronger than mine. And so that we are all helping each other as opposed to I'm pushing hard to go in one direction, but as my friend, you're pulling me back in another. I agree with that. Um, so you don't want to, and that's, I think that's very dangerous to be around people who tell you what you want to hear instead of telling you what you need to hear. Cause, um, you don't want to have people pleasers, pleasers around you are yes men. Um, because one, you're not right in everything and you need someone to call you out again, go back to that scripture, iron shoppers, iron. So if you know that you're going down a road that's self-destructive, um, or that's not, um, aligned with God's purpose for your life, um, that one person who's in your life can, um, can speak life into you and like my mom said they um they tell you in the spirit of love because there is a way to tell people things without being disrespectful um yeah but not being disrespectful because if you tell me something and i don't take it you know i don't take it the right way i'm not going to listen to it if one into one ear after the other i'm just going to ignore you all together so you want those people around you who can speak in love but also correcting you in love as well and before I speak on, um, I want to explain how the right relationship can advance your life. Just me, the, me, one person, one relationship can um, advance your life. But before I get to that, I also want to speak on how it's not good to be by yourself. And I'm going to talk to my fellow introverts um, because, but y'all want to talk to my introverts because, you know, I like to do things by myself sometimes. Sometimes I, I'm comfortable with being you know, having my me time, let me just say that. But it's not always good. And I'm going to read um, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 10. Um, it says, two people are better than one because together they have a good reward for their hard work. If one falls, the other can help his friend get up. But how tragic it is for the one who is all alone when he falls. There is no one to help him get up. Um, before I got mature in Christ, and again, I'm still learning, I used to always just like, deal with my problems to myself um because i just you know i just feel like some people just trying to be nosy <laughs> or they just don't care so i just feel like i some things i just dealt with by myself but as i got older i learned the value of speaking to people when you actually need help and thankfully i have good family and friends who i can turn to um when i need advice so i can only imagine the times that um that i was going through things and I finally spoke up and talked to someone and they gave me just, and they gave me advice and they even prayed for me. Um, and those times helped me out because when you are by yourself, you know, your mind, an idol's mind is a devil's playground. So you just sitting by yourself and dealing with those problems, it'll be way harder to deal with versus if you had a team behind you or the right tribe behind you praying and um, speaking life into you because the enemy, can really get the best of you when you're by yourself you know so you want to i just think that. about that that every every moses needs an Aaron. right you know god gives all of us a task to do he gives us uh something that he wants us to lead something that he wants us to support and help others and you know just help people all all over all the way around but sometimes you get tired and it's like moses right. is tired of holding up that staff with his arm but he couldn't let it down because they lose and Aaron came and held up his arm for him, like that means something. So there are times in your life where you're not going to be strong in every situation. And that's when you need people to kind of hold you up mm -hmm. so that they can help you through a situation. So listen, I'm not saying I'm Moses, but I sure need an Aaron sometimes. Right. So every 
everybody needs someone. You cannot do everything on your own. And even the word says, with two or three together in my in my name, there I will be also. So just being just being together, even when you're in Christ. Two or three people are better. Now, then sometimes you got to go to your closet. Well, when Matthew yeah. 6 tells you to go to your closet, you know, go to your quiet place and then you pray. Even in the book of James, it speaks to that as well. So when you're doing those types of things, just know still when you come out of that prayer closet, you still need to go and have um, mature people around you that are on that are on the same level of Christ or higher. Mm-hmm. And sometimes God will use people who are not are, yeah. on any level of Christ to help mm-hmm. you. So you just need people around you who have a good heart, who are after the same thing, who can be a good support system for you. All so right. yeah, you can't do things alone whatsoever. Exactly. But let me say, not everything alone. Not everything. Not it everything. has to be a balance. There are times. There are times when I just need to go to the Lord. And I, by myself, I don't want to talk to anybody mm-hmm. else. I just need to go to the Lord by myself. But you have to also have, you right, a healthy balance mm-hmm. so that when you are two or three together, you are on the same page and you do have someone to support you. And there are times in your life where, you know, you're just going to have people supporting you around you. Yeah. Because if you don't, you just, it's difficult to make it. And you find yourself in a situation because you don't know how to move forward. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, before we move on to the next part, um, I also want to explain how the right relationship can advance you. And this, um, this also, I'm going to also, you know, refer this to my introverts. Um, you have to learn how to speak to people because, um, or even network. Because um, you can meet the right person who can um, push you further in life. Like, let's be real. Um, I'm going to be transparent. Most of the time, most of my jobs are guys because of who my parents know. Like, they <laughs> they know. you. I'm, all I'm saying is you guys know people because you know you know this person over there or you know this person over here. You guys know um, you got to have the right relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, at my job, I meet a different people who's like... Hey, um, I listen to your podcast and you know, here are books to help you with your um with your financial journey, or you know, hey, invest your money into this bun or invest into this stuff. So the right people can really advance you into Absolutely. um different places. So um I would definitely let um you should definitely learn how to network. Like I like I used to tell my shy students, like it's okay to be shy, but you gotta know when to speak. It's kind of like cold switching. Like, of course, I'm a person that likes to be reserved to myself, but when it's time for me to speak or and I see an opportunity presenting itself, um, it's time for you to speak because um, the right relationships can really advance you. Um, and then you can have someone else to join that tribe of yours. So I think it's very good to um, network and meet people. If you meet people in um, in Christ. Like, go to the church. You can you, you can get a mentor, um, a coach, anything, um, a good friend i don't know you get what i'm saying like always have the right people around you but it does require you to step out of your comfort zone and um speak to people or put yourself in um in the right position for people to see even even for extroverts yeah believe it or not it's for example i'm a talker and i we know (laughs) i can talk to pretty much anyone in a social situation, even when I don't want to. But if, if I don't know people, I'm really quiet. I don't say much at all until I get to know people. But just to speak to people, I guess being in, for example, a professional crowd yeah. and you know, t- pushing yourself and your brand and your agenda, that's difficult for me. So while one person may say, oh, you really do this part well, it's difficult for me. It's difficult for me to toot my own horn oh, because yeah. in my mind, I'm doing the work. 
and for but I'm learning. And this week for me was a successful week, even though some things were stressful because I was able to to not to my home but showcase some work that has been done to others. Yeah. And that's so not me. I want to do the work and I want to work hard, but I don't need all the accolades to rain on me. I rather let the accolades rain on the people behind me. And as a leader, it takes on people on my side, behind me, and sometimes in front of me to push me to the next level. And so I appreciate them, but I don't always, I don't have to say, hey, I'm the leader. I get the credit. Thank everybody. I'm like, no, I get the credit because I got great people on my oh, team. Yeah, definitely. And that's how yeah. I operate. So even to go out and say, hey, guess what we just did? Let me share something that we did. That's difficult for me because I feel like it's bragging and it's rough. And so even though, you know, you, you you have to surround yourself by good people to advance. And so as I see it, I, so I have colleagues who are dear friends and I'm thinking of one and he can sell water to a fish. He can go in and say, hey, I just got some new water. All of your fish lineup is going to make you better and they will do it. And so I'm thinking like, all right, okay, okay. He is just talking. He is just talking. But then I, I continue to listen and I pick up on how he is expressing what is going on, how he is sharing the things that are going well. And I'm like, you know what? He's not bragging. Mm -hmm. He's just showcasing the talent that is around him and his own talent. And by doing that, you do meet different people. They do recognize the talents that you have and you do advance yourself. So you do need to, you you do need the right people in your lives to advance yourself. Yeah. I just happened to do some good work in front of some great people, and when I did good work in front of great people, they remembered it. But when I got ready to apply for other jobs, ah, I remember her when she was. Oh yeah, I remember her when she was. Oh, I've seen her do, and those things helped me out. I won't take the credit and say that it was because. You know, I was just that person. In my heart of hearts, I feel like I'm just that person because I'm super competitive. <laughs> However, I know that it is because of the people who have seen my work. So you want to always make sure that you are you are putting yourself first. You are really working your behind off, but you're also meeting people who are in places to give you advice and to guide you into what in, in what you're doing so that you can grow. So that when that person has an opening, when that person needs someone to do a service, you can say, hey, I know somebody if you're looking for someone and because you've done so well, they're willing to take your, your recommendation for the next person. That's how you got the jobs. It wasn't that, hey, uh, hey friend, can you hire my friend or my child? Okay, it doesn't yeah. work like that. Yeah. It's because they see the work that you put in and they say, hey, if she's recommending this person, they should be good. Let me check them out. And so you do need to have people around you to advance you. And I like, and I can tell how you, um, based on your response, um, you were saying you don't like to brag on yourself. And I think that's another conversation because <laughs> me talking about the stuff I do, I feel like that's, that's like being arrogant. And I'm like, what's the difference between being arrogant and being confident? Because right. to me, I feel like, damn, I don't want to be, you know, I'm so used to being humble. So me acting like that, to, it's a foreign thing to me. And I feel like I'm being arrogant. But <clears throat> I think if you know that, you know, God is doing the work, he's helping you, giving you the strength and everything. I, I don't think it's bad. Like you said, the other man who you were talking about, um, how he talks about his words. I'm sure he's doing it in a humble way. 
So I want you to say humble. I'll say it in a very confident way. Yeah. And so arrogance is I'm great and you're not. I'm better than you. I'm the best and who are you? Yeah. I'm yeah, a, yeah. That's arrogance. Mm-hmm. Confident is this is what I did. This is what I can do. Here's proof that I've done it. And so I don't have to be humble and soft-spoken and yeah. you know That's myself but I can just come out and say hey let me t-. and so even today when I was thinking I was like oh, I'm getting good I was just so laid back in it and I was like hey this is what we've done this is the game changer this is how we can help you this is what we did this is what is going on right now and I, I was like oh really? and I looked at the audience and the audience was listening they were engaged and someone at the end said awesome awesome and that made my day I don't know if she said it at the end of everybody's presentation or not, but I know she said it at the end of mine. And I just said, oh my God, that's, that's so good. So sometimes you just have to, and you have to, you have to toot your own horn. My yeah. great, great aunt said it's a poor puppy that won't wag his own tail. Sometimes you got to wag your own tail. So that's confidence. Like that. that is not arrogance. I like that. So yeah, I sometimes struggle to my own horn, but you kind of like that. And um, also, but what I was going to say is I can tell that you're very humble because you talk about your leadership skills. Um, you didn't just brainwash yourself, but she said it's because of the team you have around you. And Absolutely. that's a perfect a perfect example of how having the right tribe around you can advance you. It can better you because mm-hmm. just imagine, you know, you being a leader and you don't have the right team around you. Mm-hmm. I can just only imagine. So, mm-hmm. you know, the more of that is the, um, it's a lot of good benefits of having the right people around you. And um, that's helping, that's going to make us move into the next section, how the negative consequences of not having the right people around you. Um, and I feel that can tra- change the whole trajectory of your life, having the wrong people around you based on what I see in life and just my own experience. Um, it could be almost dangerous to have the wrong people around you. Absolutely. Cause, um, let's say, you know, I'm going to just speak, I'm going to say an example, but I'm going to use fake names, you know? So this girl, Sabrina very smart very very smart um but she ended up dating the wrong person um so her date her dating that wrong person even though she's very smart and she dated someone who was not on her level and eventually she um he brought her down to his level and it changed the whole trajectory of her life um she was she probably had jobs everywhere but because she aligned herself with the wrong person um it just changed i don't want to go into details but it brought her very low. So that's what I'm saying. It can be very dangerous on who you align with. Having the wrong friends can be very dangerous because um, they can bring you low and you don't know how low it can get. So make sure that you are very, um, you're using a lot of discernment when it, a lot of discernment when it comes to aligning yourself with the right people. So you want to speak on how having a, you know, have, having bad influences can change the trajectory of your life. I'll just say that being a college student and oh, yeah. seeing people hang around different people. Um, and I know I made some mistakes of just, you just like people. And when you like people, you just, those are the people you hang with. And just seeing them, you know, come from really good homes and then you go to college and you end up selling drugs. Yeah. Because happens. this guy over here is selling drugs because your mom is putting you on the budget and you back in the 80s and 90s, you may have gotten $25 a week and that was going to carry you through with that meal plan and that was it. But because everyone else, you see people driving fancy cars and wearing, you know, Rolex and doing these kinds of things. So then 
in order to fit in with them, they pull you over to their side and then you go from getting a college degree to being locked up mm-hmm. and, you know, just not doing what your parents had you to do. Not to say when kids go to college, they're going to do some things that are probably not the best decisions, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the people that pull you down to a point that either it's very difficult to bounce back or you don't bounce back. Yeah. And I even told my children when they went to college, the wrong choice of a mate, because a lot of times people go to college and every full moon you meet the person you're going to marry in college. It just happens every now and then. But the wrong choice in a mate can change your credit, your financial situation, your health, your livelihood, and sometimes your life. And sometimes it can take your life. And so um, I'll even just say, I can't say that it was having someone negative around them, but even sometimes people who make bad decisions, and I'm thinking of my uncle, uh, Jerry, he just, you know, in college, happened to have, get, catch a ride with this guy on the football team, where it was actually two football players that he hung out with. And one of them had loud music playing in the car. Um, instead of him stopping when the police pulled him over for the excessively loud music, he decides to run from the police. And that running from the police ended up having um, my uncle die and one of the football players died and the only person survived was a driver. Now he has to live with that for the rest of his life that his actions took the lives of two people and devastated two families for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. So sometimes those wrong people around you can lead you to a situation where you you cannot always bounce back from. Jerry can't bounce back from that. He, he's gone on to be with the Lord, so he can't bounce back from that. So just you, we just have to be conscious of the people around us. Or if you're in a situation and I'm like, oh, my God, this job is hard. And mm-hmm. I tell my friend and my friend says, you know what? You should quit or you should tell them off or you should do that. When someone is putting those kind of things in your ear, you automatically know those are the wrong people around you. Right. When you're in a situation and you know you can become better in it, and yet they complain the whole time. Those are the wrong people around you. You maybe you may be trying to lose a few pounds. I mean, that's not gonna work. You're not gonna lose it. Those are the wrong people around you. You need people in your life who speak life over you, not death. I was and I was watching the show The Washer. Um, and I know when she met this friend, the first interaction they had, she was already speaking negative over the woman's marriage. I'm like that's the first thing I would probably look for in a person. Like, why are you speaking negative over everything that I got going on? So that's why I say it, you have to use discernment when it comes to choosing um, the people you hang around. Like, of course, you be respectful and cordial, but there's boundaries. You're not going to just be inside of my circle or inside of my life. So like I say, it can be very dangerous. Um, some people have died because they surrounded themselves around the wrong people. Um, so that's why I'm saying... Um, be careful on who you hang around. Um, even when it comes to your life journey, if you have friends around you, like I said, if they're mediocre, you too will be mediocre. So if, if they're lazy, then you, you will eventually be become lazy. Exactly. So you're gonna be um very stagnant and unmotivated. And there's times that I felt um stagnant because I didn't really have honestly when I first moved back from Jack, because I went to Jackson State, when I came back home, um, I didn't have any friends. Um I didn't really have too many friends to hang around with. So 
I just felt very stagnant and um, not motivated because I didn't have that inspiration. Like, of course, I had um, my family, my friend, my family, and my college friends, but they're in different states right now. So I wasn't really inspired because I didn't really have that tribe that I once had. So um, just imagine if I got desperate and started hanging around people that um, I didn't want, really want to reconnect with. Um, that probably would have caused me to just stay super stagnant and not wanting the um, best for myself. And you and there's a lot of people who are um, unmotivated. There are a lot of people who are stagnant, who are not trying to, you know, reach their potential because they don't have the people around them to inspire them, you know? So it can be a lot of consequences um, of not having the right people around you. Like, did you have a moment, like, do you have any examples in life where you had the wrong people around you and it, you know? I just had people, I remember having some people who were unmotivated and yeah. didn't want to work hard at some things. And that was even whether I was in school or in a professional arena, I've had people say, oh, you, you're doing way too much. Why do you do all that? But I do all that because I want to learn how to do as much as mm -hmm. possible. I want to advance myself as much as possible. I am competitive, but I don't want to be on the bottom of anybody's total pole. So I'm continuously trying to move myself to another level. And there were some people like, I'm not doing all that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to work that hard. I don't. And so for me, it makes me pull back. It makes me pull away because I do. I, and I want people around me with the same energy, with the same work ethic. And so the, the guy friend I was telling you about, one of my colleagues, we were talking about that yesterday, trusting people in, in your professional arena, but being uncertain because they don't have the same work ethic. They don't have the same get up and go. They're not hustling as hard as you. They're not willing to put in the work and do the extra things. And so that means sometimes you take on more because they're not motivated to do more. So yeah, you just have, for me, I, you just can't be lazy. Lazy people just don't prosper. Mm -hmm. And that's in the Bible. In Proverbs, it says even the ants uh, put away food for the winter. So if the ants work, you can work. And it says that if a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. So I think that if you are lazy and not willing to work hard for what you want, you probably shouldn't be eating. And I don't mean like not work hard because you're Bill Gates and you built your, your, um, you know your your big kingdom and you got all of this stuff you're not i'm gonna say kingdom but this fortune and you have all of this money and everything that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that you are not trying you haven't built anything and it's okay for you so that 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 i just can't be around people like that because it pulls you down and after a while you just start saying why am i working this hard what am i prospering from this but i don't give them that i don't get that the opportunity because once I start hearing it, I move I move away. I move in a different direction because I can't take it. Right. And sometimes even seeing like, um, like I said, how, how it, having the wrong people around you can make you become stagnant. When I see like, um, when I go outside my environment and I see things that are way better because of who the people you talk to, one, it opens your mind like, wow, I didn't even know. I always wanted to, you know, these type of things for my life, but I didn't know how good it can get because, you know, I connected to this person and, you know, they exposed me to even greater things. So that's why I said being around the right people, it can advance you. And sometimes being around the people who are just stuck on the same level, they don't want to go anywhere else. Um, it can leave you stagnant. So that's one consequence as well of not having the right people around. And for my people, like, uh, I want to go back to college days. Um, there's a lot of people that I've seen who did crazy things. 
because they wanted the respect of other people or they wanted to fit in. And I'm going to let you know that the right people around you, they will respect you for who you are. You don't have to do anything that you're not comfortable with because um, for the sake of having friends, because those are not your real friends. And I'm fortunate enough to not have those friends um, who didn't pressure me and who respected my choices. I mean, either way, I wasn't going to care if they liked it or not. But um, there's, like I said, there's a lot of people in college or even in adult years who do things that they don't really want to do. It goes against their morals and their beliefs, but that's for the sake of, okay, I want to have people around. I want people to, I want people to like me or I want to fit in. They go against the grain mm-hmm. of what they believe in. Um, just to say they have friends are, that they're liked. And that's a negative consequence because if you have to go against your morals or your beliefs to have friends, then yeah, those are really your friends. You they're know? not. Then it would you say your tribe or the right tribe? Exactly. That's, that's somebody else's right tribe. tribe. Exactly. That's not your right tribe. Your tribe is going to respect who you are, mm-hmm. love as is, and push you to become better. Exactly. Exactly. So um, as it pertains to that, we want to talk about how to vet good relationships. So you want to um open on that because... um. So what okay. I think about vetting um good relationships, so you know that this is your right tribe you know when you have a good feeling about a person when you're talking to a person and the words they speak make you feel uncomfortable or the things they do you really don't like it you hang out with them because they're fun maybe but this is really not your kind of fun and you hear this little voice in your ear saying girl go home this is not the person for oh they are not right yeah this is not your friend then you know that's that's not the good that's not the person you should be friends with when they're talking about everybody in the room who is not present at the moment that's you're not your friend because the moment you're not present they are talking about you so you have to understand that when they can't uh, respect that you're trying to move to different levels and trying to do different things and instead they try and pull you back and tell you why you shouldn't do those things that's not your friend what you should be looking for are people who are positive people who respect the work that you do not say the work that you do how you uh, have friendships how you move in life how your your positive attitude um whatever it is you do they should respect the way you move People who are happy for the blessings that you receive, not sitting back in the corner with an eye roll because they didn't get it, but happy. I remember, um, oh my gosh, she's the most positive person ever. She used to be a teacher with me. And this is the person who said, when I, um, when God is in, um, is blessing your neighbor, he's, he's in your neighborhood because she had just gotten this promotion to a different school district and she was, um, she moved out of the classroom and I saw her in Walmart and I was like, oh my God, I am so proud of you. I cannot believe, oh my God, oh girl, that's good. And so when she said that, I was like, what? And it just so happened when I got my blessing, I saw her in Walmart again. I said, girl, he was in my neighborhood. And so we were able to rejoice for each other. It wasn't as why she get promoted first and I'm still here. I'm mad because I'm still here. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that. She was and I I had that happen from people I thought were my friends. Yeah. But that those are the people you want. People that are gonna not only be happy when they see you do better, but they're gonna cheer you on to be better. They're not going to allow you to be stagnant. They're not going to allow you to miss the mark on what they what they feel God has for you. And honestly, if you find somebody who is really rooted in Christ or has a, a good spirit and you know that you can share Christ with them, that's your friend. So if you want somebody who is, you know, pulling you up. Come on, uh-uh, no, can't be stagnant. 
Watch this. You can have a friend who, let's say, don't even have a high school diploma, but they work hard. They have themselves together mentally, financially, and they are proud of you. So they pull you into your into your blessing, and you're then able to pull them into theirs. That's what you really want. Yeah. So I don't want us to get caught up on. You gotta have a degree. You gotta have this. You got. I know we can't get caught up on that because some people do. But your friends yeah. are the people who are a blessing in your life. Your friends are the people who want you to be blessed, and you want them to be they blessed. And they add value to yeah. your life. Those are the people around you, and you know it because if they don't, you feel it. Yeah, you you feel, feel it in it. your heart, and you know you shouldn't be. And it's uncomfortable that when friendships or people around you make you feel uncomfortable, keep moving. Keep moving. That's not your person. They're not moving in the same lane you're moving in. Yeah, and... um. When it comes to veteran, um a good relationship or finding your good tribe, um, you want to challenge yourself to push yourself out there. Like, um, there are a lot of events in the community. Like, you like me, I like to read, so it'll be good to go to a book club and you around people who are like minded and who have the same interests as you have. Um, you can go to a what they call like the sip and paints and you know, meet people like that. So you just have to find um interests around town or whatever city that you're in. Um, you have to find those type of events where you can meet um different people and um just maybe you will find that right person so when it comes to vetting i think you have to that's where discernment comes in you have to know how to observe um sometimes you got to sit back and just observe how people move and just decide okay that's the type of person i want to be around or or watch this. You know what I said? The little voice. You hear that little voice telling yeah. you, girl, this is what you need to do. Yeah. Sometimes, that, not sometimes, that voice is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will speak to you. And you have to have the discernment to know when the Holy Spirit is speaking and when the enemy is speaking. Yeah. And when the Holy Spirit is speaking, you know. And even like being, I remember moving to Atlanta. That was a change is hard for me. And moving to that place where I saw all new people, I was like, I'm not making any friends. I don't want to talk to anybody. But one is still a friend to today. Another is, well, actually two that I, I will talk to. One I don't talk to often, but when I see her, she's going to give me the biggest hug this side of Egypt. And I'm not a hugger, and she thinks it's funny every time. But seeing her at least once a month, that's that's funny because I was like, I'm not making any friends. I don't, I'm, I don't even know if I want to stay here. I can't take this. But to actually build those relationships and people who are actually positive and say funny things, make you laugh. Those are the, when the Holy Spirit is speaking, you just have to listen. And he didn't speak to me about everybody. Oh yeah. And you know, the enemy speaking, if it makes you anxious or if it goes against uh, the word of God, because God's not going to tell you to do something right. that goes against him. So yeah, so fine. but okay, before I even get to that, there's two questions I want to ask you. So, um, I'm sometimes I still struggle with speaking. I want to say speaking up because I, when you're around a job, you got to talk 24 seven. It's like your introvertness kind of goes away a little bit. <laughs> but at the same time, I know in the past that there, there were people that I thought, wow, they're, they seem like they're really, you know, I like how they carry themselves and how they, you know, I, like, I just like what they present, but I was kind of shy to like, you know, go up to them or, you know, express that or even kind of get advice from them. So what advice can you give me and other people who are kind of um, just afraid to just, you know, speak up 
so I speak to other people to um because you know you can miss out on a good connection or a relationship, friendship, whatever, um, because you are scared to like speak up in that so way. So first you don't walk up to people and ask for advice when you don't know them because you don't know you them. You know what I'm saying. But yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but when you at least you can at least say, hey, how you doing? Yeah. That opens the door. Hey, how you doing? Hey, so what do you do? Hey, what what how, are you teaching today? Hey, are you where are you from? You from where you go to school? Oh, I know somebody at that school. That's small talk. It's just small talk. And I'm I'm bad You're with that. So listen, you gotta have your questions written in your head and practice. So I'm gonna ask, how you doing? Where you from? You from here? Oh my god, I'm not. But let me tell you what I'm not. And you start having a conversation. Then. Yeah. Very small talk. Not too much. Small talk to the point. And the next time you see that person, that person gonna say, hey, I remember you, how you doing? And then you start more. And before you know it, every time you see that person, you have a small conversation. And small conversations lead to bigger conversations. And so, and then you continue to build. So the lady um, that I said was a hugger, even though we worked together, we were not on the same floor or anything, but she would come by and she would check on me. And so we just ended up speaking and we talked about, oh gosh, I can't remember that book. Everybody read that book back in the day. And it gave you day-to-day lessons about how to handle yourself, how to study the word and everything. So we're like, shoot, I'm, I'm reading that book too. I need it right now. Oh, me too. I need that book because I was not feeling Atlanta at first. So when we started reading the book, we started hanging out at the coffee shop and talking about the book, sharing our stories and going over some things. So that ended up building a bond where we were pretty much just speaking. And now I agreed to join this book club and talk about the book. And it was only maybe three or four people. And so we talked and we talked and I was like, hey, I'll host a book club meeting at my house. And we had just moved in, nothing was on the wall, but guess what? They came over and we sat and we talked. And so now, um, fast forward 19 years later, and I'm still talking to this person. Whenever I see her talking, give a big old hug, crack a joke and laugh. We have each other cracking up the entire time, speaking about things that are positive. And so those are, and as a matter of fact, I remember asking her, hey, I'm not really, I don't really know the schools in the area. Should I put my children in private school? I heard her say she went to private schools all through high school and she went to some of the best private schools in the Atlanta area. And she gave me a great bit of advice that most people would not have given a friend, yet well, a stranger. So just for her speaking to me, I was like, ah, I understand. And I remember just thinking when she said like, ooh, okay. And I kind of just walked off, but it was nothing for her to continue to speak. So I, and while, while we're not BFFs hanging out every day, I value her position in my life because yeah. if I if I call an actor for something I did this week I was like oh my god I don't know what to do can you help me she was like girl hang on a minute I'm emailing you boom that's it not that I'm using her because if I have something that she needs I'm like here you go that's it yeah. or if it's just a moment of conversation she'll listen and vice versa so yeah you just have to open your mouth one a few words one time to end up with deep conversations for 20 years. Yeah. And I and I'm I got better with that, but I know in the past, like I definitely missed out on certain things because small I was talk. you know, I was just scared to like, you know, come out that little shot shell. My but... mom's generation called it small talk. You just make <laughs> small talk. Hey, how are you? Yeah. Where are you from? Yeah. You, you like it? You need anything? 
And also, before I go to my next question, um, I also want to speak on how to have discernment. We talked about how picking your friends and community, but I know the biggest thing um, that comes in life are, do you think, I guess the biggest decision will be in choosing your partner or spouse. Um, and I know that I can only speak for women, so I'm not going to speak to the men. <laughs> how how can women bet out um, the perfect guy? Because I know um, in the dating world, it can become kind of hard. So how can you bet bet out just a good person? Because I know sometimes. Well, in my opinion, let me let me say my opinion first. Um, <laughs> I think sometimes if you move too fast, um, people can actually expose the light when they talk. So sometimes I feel like you just gotta sit back and learn a person. Um, because there there have been times when people just was talking too much. I don't wanna say talking too much, but they just said that one thing, and in my head I was just like, wait, mm mm, this is not gonna work. Um, so I think people can move to that, so they be just too stuck in that infatuation phase where they forgot, where they forget to use the logical part of their heads. And sometimes even sleeping with them too fast, because as women, we can, not all women, there are some women, you know, they can do that and, you know, they're good. But most women, at least, um, when you, I feel like when you have sex with a person, um, sometimes there's exactly and i feel like it can cloud your judgment as well versus if you didn't do that you can see things more clear um it'll be easy for you to just break it off and um walk away you know you can do that um if you're not married because you know whatever but i feel like you just take your time and just pay attention to when someone talks like just enjoy that dating base like don't be so quick to rush until you know you hear that voice from god like you know Pay attention to when they're talking, but yeah. also watch what they're doing. And I That's was thinking, yeah, she's yeah. so new school. That's what I was really thinking when you were talking. So I'm really old school. So if picking a spouse, my advice to someone in 2022 yeah. would be totally obsolete, I think, in some ways. Maybe not. But um, yeah, pick someone with something in their head. Pick sure. someone who wants something. So if they're at level 10, well, but they are striving to get to level 20. And maybe level 10 is the highest level they can go to in whatever they're doing. I get it. But multiple strands of income, because at the end of the day, you have to pay bills. And love does not pay the bills. <laughs> and um, I remember a friend's daughter was getting married. And her husband, who died, he was an awesome man of God. The, the, husband, the, boy, the fiance said, Hey, together our income will be so we can. And the dad said, hold on. You're willing to live off two incomes instead of one? And the man was kind of dumbfounded. It's like, she has to, what if she has a baby and she can't work? Now you all can't pay the bills because you're depending on her? And I was like, ooh, or maybe you have to, I don't know, maybe they have to save me or something. Or maybe they have to, and I was kind of thinking through it. But um, for me personally, I can provide for myself. But I also want somebody with a provider mindset and not just financially. But if I need something, uh, I want them to love me enough to do it. And if it's something that I want, I want them to love me enough to make it happen. And I don't mean things. Yeah. I mean, whether if I like walking and, and talking a lot. For example, I'm a talker. Your dad would listen to me ramble on for hours and hours and hours, and I laugh now. Like, that's how you got me. You just sat there and listened, and he was so engaged. I'm like, really? So, what do you want to do then? Well, have you thought about this? Well, are you going to go to grad school? Well, you want to do this? 
Oh, that's smart. So just engaging. So see, that's somebody who took an interest of in an, an interest in my interest okay. and what I wanted to do. So I need someone who is gonna love me like Christ loved the church. That's what I want. I want somebody that's gonna love, love me. Not somebody that's gonna tell me you're not good enough, but if you do this, then we can do it. Man, you're almost there, but maybe you should do this. So I find myself slowly changing who I am, changing what I am, changing my path in life to accommodate someone else. Someone who loves you will not ask you to do that right. at all. Right. You, they, they won't even consider. They're going to love so much of who you are, what you are, how you look. And see, sometimes we get caught up. Because we're looking at, oh, that man is fine. <laughs> but then, I mean, what's the guy? I can't think of his name. Oh, my God. That is an actor I can't, with the British accent. He's so fine. Oh, Idris Elba? Idris Elba. Oh, my God. That is a fine man. But guess what? He is <laughs> he, he, he fine. But guess what? Fine is not yeah, it either. That's no, it's not it either. And if you really want to know, yeah. follow somebody home and see what the family is like. That's what you really want to know. Now, you got to go a couple of times. They might be putting up a front. But you go a few times and check them out. You will find out because they're going to start to, you can only represent, you have your representative show up for so long before, before your real, real you one comes out. comes out. So yeah, you want to go follow people And that's why well. I say it's good when it comes to, and we talk about debating good relationships, so we're not, you know, going on topic, but that's why it's good to, you know, take your time because yeah, people definitely can get caught. I feel like people can get caught up in an infatuation phase. Of course, in the beginning of things, everything will be, you know, really good. And they're trying to, you know, pursue you and capture you and everything but you don't want to get caught up in the looks part you don't want to get caught up in um the good thing right the money too you don't want to get caught up in none of those things you actually want to look at what the person is doing in their lives how they're carrying themselves and what's coming out of their mouth um because that can reveal a lot like the movie temptation um you know she had a good dude at home but she saw somebody that was really fine had more resources but you know once that high came down she realized this man was off the chain and that can, um, and she didn't properly vet things out. Mm. Um, she got too caught, she got too caught up in the physical instead of really, um, digging down into what's really inside of his heart and mind. And that goes with friends, spouses, partners, whatever. That can go with anything. So, and this finding a spouse, I feel like this God is the can most only, important relationship because yeah, you're definitely. not just figuring out your tribe. This is one of the leaders in your tribe. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody the whole family with and everything. So that's choosing that is very important. And I definitely believe that God can only give you that. So yeah. you gotta trust God with the timing um of when he will deliver that those things. But as you are dating, I feel that you should um really use your discernment and just enjoy that dating part. Don't try to rush so fast because some people can idolize marriage um to the point that they believe that every guy that comes is their husband and that's not the case all the mm -hmm. time so you want to take your time with everything that you do honestly you know Absolutely. and my last question was you know how you're starting to change like i said recently um you know over the years god has been transforming my heart my mindset and there's things in my past that i love to do but now that i'm getting older I don't want to do it anymore mm -hmm. so how do you go about that change but you also don't want to you know, disappoint your friends in a way. Step out on faith because I what? Don't know how to explain, yeah. What 
all things works together for the good of those who love who love God and are called to his purpose. So if God is calling you to a purpose, to his purpose, you just step out on faith. And that's hard sometimes, but yeah. you gotta do it. And so honestly, this is hard, but sometimes you have to expel some people from your tribe. It's hard. So you never been with that. I know you had long like your long term friends that you've been friends with since. I have other you long-term young. friends that you don't, you probably never have met. Okay, the friends that you are friends with now, because you guys, like, you're, you know, you're older now, and you guys been through life phases. You're not the same person that you were when you were a teenager, 20. Right. So, since you guys were going through those life changes, and you were, you know, your interests were changing, you guys were in different, probably, parts of your lives, how did you, you know, communicate that with them? Because you got married young and your friends wasn't married at that age. Yeah. So there's certain things. Okay, well, one was not. Mm-hmm. So how did you maneuver that? Because, of course, you can't do the things that she's doing because y'all got two different lifestyles. So how did you communicate that? Or did she, like, understand that she adjusted to? Absolutely. We adjusted to each other. Okay, okay. So if she's on a trip to um, Jamaica with all the girls, and I had um, six months old at home at the time. I still could have gone, but and that just that trip wasn't for me because I wasn't going to be the only married woman in all those the single women going on the trip. Could I have been? Absolutely. Could I have held up and done what I was supposed to? Absolutely. But I didn't want to go. And on the flip side of that, she was not only did she respect my decision. She respected my marriage. She loved my husband like that's her brother. Okay. So and both of them did. So yeah, that so we had that we knew what lanes we were in in life, but it didn't mean we could not be in the same lanes together as friends. So that means again, I'm not trying to change who you are. I'm not and you're not trying to change who I am, but we can still move and pull each other in the right direction. So yeah, it doesn't. Sometimes we don't have to be on the same journey to be friends and to be in each other's tribe. You can be in my tribe, and you can be over there single and not married. But I'm like, girl, just hey, let's go out for lunch and talk about blah 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 blah. I'm picking your brain about something. You're picking mine. But we can say, hey, let's go on a shopping trip next week. Oh, you want to fly to New York and go see this play? Let's go. However, it doesn't mean that I have, I'm trying to change who you are because. You're single and not married, or vice versa. So basically, I think. Well, now, now that you have said that, it brought me back to our first part of the conversation, where the right tribe they will respect you and they won't ask you to change anything. So, I um okay. So basically, if you are changing, your friends will respect it because they respect you. So and when if if you are making changes, for example, mm, I probably didn't drink since college. Uh, I just, I, it wasn't for me. Yeah. And I felt uncomfortable doing it. So I just wouldn't do it. Um, people who really know me are not, and I would have people jokingly, come on, drink something, drink something. We're just all out laughing. It's like, come on, I'll buy you a drink. And I remember being in New Orleans, someone who I love dearly, bought this big hurricane. And I was like, not only do I know what it is, I know what's in it. So I took the hurricane and when he wasn't looking, and it is a friend of the family, it's a family member, actually. I took the drink and poured it in some flowers, not knowing that it wasn't real. And the drink went everywhere. We laughed and laughed about it. I was like, I told you I'm not drinking it. But everybody respected the fact that I didn't drink. So if someone had cocktails or wine or whatever and I didn't want it, they respected the fact that I didn't want it. And I couldn't have been more excited about that 
because I could still have fun. I could still, you know, hang out with everybody because nobody was going to try and push me in a different direction. Now, what if I was weak in the spirit and I could not stand up to say, this is not what I want? Then I would have fallen to that, but those same friends would not have allowed me to do it because they knew that that was not my desire. So it's all about the people who are around you. That's so as you change, true. people respect your change. If they don't, they're not, they, they expel them from the tribe, have a tribal meeting and expel them. <laughs> not a tribal meeting. Mm -hmm. That's funny, but okay. A tribal tribunal. Okay, so do you want to share any, um, do you have any closing remarks about, you know, finding your right tribe, finding the right community, or just the point of having the right people around you? The, just knowing that the right tribe um, is a is a game changer in life because mm -hmm. just having people around you to lift you up that keeps you mentally healthy, spiritually healthy, uh, financially healthy. It just helps you all around because good people around you really make the difference. So I couldn't imagine not having some of the people in my life in my life that I have um, over the years. It's just been people that have like. An older lady, I can say right now, she's not old, old 100 because her hair is not great yet. And I swear she's about 75 years old. But um, just having her, if I would do something silly when I was young, she's like, baby, you young people are just stuck on stupid. And I would think that was the funniest thing ever. But in return, when she would say it jokingly, she'd turn around and say, now listen, this is how you do this. Listen, this is how you do this. Hey, I know you're married, but let me give you this advice. Hey, you know, financially, you should. I couldn't imagine my life without people like that, mm -hmm. whether I'm 25 and they're 50, or whether I'm 25 and they're 25, regardless of the age or the time frame. There were just certain people in life that would just speak life over me at all times. And I will have the opportunity to share with them as well. To pull them with me and so having the right tribe in life just prevents a lot of um treacherous things from happening in your life because if you got a good tribe they're not standing for it they got a good tribe they'll stand in front of you to take all those bows and arrows like uh-uh nope you're gonna get me because you're not getting my friend those are that's the kind of tribe you want some someone who is going to really look out for you take care of you and ensure that you are just good yeah so yeah i agree with everything you say i'm very blessed uh, to have good people around me who uplifts me um like my friends and my family i couldn't imagine um <laughs> not having them because again they don't tell me what i want to hear they tell me what i need to hear whether my feelings get hurt or not um i when i go to sleep at night i think about it and i'm like you know what they were right so um like you said there were different times especially in college where and even now in my um as a 25-year-old, even though we are not in the same state, um, there were definitely times where I would want to make crazy decisions. But, you know, with respect, they'll be like, you know what? Please don't do that. It's, it's not even worth it. So I'm definitely thankful for my tribe. Um, and I'm always welcome to, you know, for new people. Um, you know, but of course, you gotta. I have to use my discernment and see if they, you know, they qualify. At the end of the day, do you qualify? you know, to be in my circle. And it's not to, you know, be rude or anything, but it's, you know, I'm on the, I'm on a journey for greatness. And if you don't want to be great, or not trying to be great, then I'm kind of good on you, you know? So that's all I want. I do want to end this with the podcast, you know, just be very careful on who you surround yourself with because um, 
it can be very life-changing either in a good way or in a bad way so that is all for the next um that is all for this podcast sorry you guys sometimes i can just switch my words up i'm still learning and it's all good but um we will see everyone on the next podcast i'll see everyone in the next one be blessed